Welcome everyone. This is the DFS bomb. All right. This is exciting. We have another two game slate NBA before the season is over. I thought we were all done with those. I thought we were just going to be single slates from here on out. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool. And this is, uh, yeah, after this, this will have to be the last one because it's game seven, uh, with Denver and, uh, the Clippers. And so, and then from there, we're going to be into the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. And actually, it is starting the Eastern Conference Finals tomorrow, too. So it's kind of uh, cool just to have a little bit different uh, groupings of players uh, that I don't, I don't think that we, those guys have played yet on the same day. So anyhow, uh, yeah, let's get into it. If you have not yet subscribed to the channel, please do so. We're going to be running these stats, keeping them tracked by round all the way to the finals. So especially as we get uh, further into those single slate, single game slates. I think this uh, will be helpful for folks. So, all right, at point guards tonight, the top guy coming in is Jamal Murray. Price tag on FanDuel is 8,400, 8,700 on DraftKings. Overall for the playoffs, have been averaging 43 points. A little bit tougher for him this, this series. The first round, he had averaged 48 points, about 37 here. Last two games were fairly strong, though. 39 points and 45 points. Minutes are really strong. He's playing almost 40 minutes a game. As you know, very capable of throwing up some big numbers. Game seven, the guy is definitely a baller. Um, he, he doesn't seem to, you know, uh, choke uh, from, what, from what we've seen so far. So expecting him to have a pretty solid game. Coming in right behind him, we have Kemba Walker at 7,400 on FanDuel, 7,700 on DraftKings. They've been averaging about 35, 36 points or so for this series. He was the same situation that first round where they swept the Pacers. He had an average 40 points this last round, about 33. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting just to see how he how he does this uh, this next round. I will say this though, you know, to be fair with that last round, the game six he only had 17 points and he played 51 minutes. Which, I mean, how often is that going to happen for him? So if we had taken that game out of the mix, kind of starting to say a little bit different story. So he's probably is, you know, that 36 or upper 30 average is probably a little bit, uh, I think a little bit more realistic. And you can see this production for the most part, he was there um, in those games. Another nice option that we have here, Goran Dragic. He's probably, I think, like your most like economical uh, play, I would say. He's 7,000 on FanDuel, 7,300 on DraftKings. And by, by that, um, as far as him hitting the five times value, I think that he has the price tag and where he's going to be out there, uh, averaging about 35 minutes that last round, uh, for the series. So he's a guy that, like I say, I just expect him to do relatively well, averaging about 35, uh, minute, uh points as well. So basically a point per minute. So that's a guy there, like I say, um, yeah, good solid guy for your cash lineup people, and and really those top three guys probably because as we go down to these next tier guys, really kind of boom bust type potential. Lou Williams, yeah, I mean first round he'd average twenty six points, and if you can get him, he's uh, fifty five hundred on both sites. That's about about right about five times valued. Like it to see it'd be a little bit higher. Um, it but with him he had a couple of big games, and then after that. He's just really has struggled this last round. He only averaged 22 points. So even that last game, he had uh, 26.9, but it goes back to game two of that series was the last time that he had broken 30 points. 
So yeah, you just don't really know um, what you're going to get out of him. His minutes are down a little bit too. He had played 27 minutes that first round and 25 minutes this round. Patrick Beverly played 20 minutes about both those rounds. You know, he, he's his only average about 15 points. He's struggled mightily. Uh, I was I did have him in a main slate one night and he won and I couldn't believe it. It was the night where he had scored. It was a uh, game five when he had only scored thirteen points. Now I think his price tag back then he's forty eight hundred right now, four grand on DraftKings. I think yeah I think it's actually it was right around that price tag. Um, same thing with Monty Morris. First round he played twenty five minutes at eighteen points and Gary Harris came. Back and his minutes have really dwindled. Uh, him, you know, I don't know if he'll get over twenty points if they're even, you know, have, if they happen to get past this round. I, I would probably bet that the Clippers would win, but not excited about him. Reggie Jackson hasn't played the last couple games, so he's really off the list. Kendrick Nunn, I guess possibly. Now he's only thirty two hundred, and that's something too. I'll back up with Beverly being four grand, Morris being thirty six hundred, and Nunn being thirty two hundred. Same thing with Wanamaker at 3,300. Those guys, especially from if you're a GPP player and you're throwing a lot of lineups, I would take flyer on potentially. I I, I'll, I tell you the other night, the night that I did win, um, there was a 16-way tie. But it was still nice. I mean, it won like 10 grand. Um, yeah, going back to whatever night that was, it was game five. That game of all things, Plumley. All right, I guess he ended up having a little bit better game than I remembered. Oh, actually, you know what? Yeah, no, it was game. I, I most spoke. It was game four. Yeah, because Beverly only had 13.9 points, which is amazing. Um, so undervalued, but that was enough to win. And that night, yeah, Plumley, there was a uh, guy or gal possibly that had Plumley. And it was such a unique combination of players. And they were literally only out of first by like a couple points. And there was no one else that had that lineup. And that was with Plumlee only scoring four and a half points, basically. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, and at the end, Plumlee was in there. And I remember Porter, and the guy had Porter, too. And if Porter had, like, got a steal, any one of those guys in Plumlee, I mean, he could have, that Plumlee could have so easily, you know, when he plays, usually produces rather well. And uh, anyhow, um, so I guess sometimes, like, even though I hate playing these guys, especially with the FanDuel pricing, because, you know, like Wanamaker, 4,100, none, 4,200. Wanamaker was the guy that blew up some slates when even he almost did the same thing with the underperformance uh, in one of those nights. But I guess the bottom line, it's like, I guess really if, if someone's going to shit the bed and do – do bad and unperform, it might as well be the cheapest guy, right? And hopefully the other guys uh, perform well, and still you can still cash. Now, usually to be in the top, top lineup, that probably is not going to be the case. It seems like for the most part, most people have got to hit their value or exceed it, basically. Um, but it's just with such a small slate, it's been uh, happening at times. So, again, um, depending on whether you're just doing a, a couple lineups, I probably wouldn't play with them, but if you do a handful or, or – uh, a mass entry, then I would definitely get some exposure with those guys. All right, on to the shooting guards here. We got Jimmy Butler coming in at eight grand on FanDuel, eighty five hundred on draft. Excuse me, on DraftKings. Just good solid ball. Averaged about thirty eight points for the first round. This round upped his game up a little bit, about forty. Had a few monster games in there, you know. And he, he does that. He does have his potential to come in and really underperform his value, but 
overall um, solid player. Paul George, wow, like you go from him last round, only 33 points. It's up to 42 points here. Last couple games, 59 points, 51 points. He did have a 17-point outing, but then before that, 45 points and 44 points. And, the, and then to be fair, the game, when he only had 17 points, he only played 26 minutes, whereas all those other games, he was basically 40 minutes or a little bit above it. So it just seems like he's finally, his game is just rounding into form. So that's a guy, 7,900 on FanDuel, 8,600 on DraftKings. I'm almost of the point now that I, I would probably on FanDuel, I'd probably like him a little bit better than Butler, I think. Um, it just seems like Miami with, that Miami is just kind of like a little bit more well-rounded offensive team. And that's why they can still play really well and Butler doesn't necessarily have to play well. Um, whereas George... I mean, it's him quiet, and especially when Leonard sits, then George really is that focal point of that offense. And now that his game's rounding into form, he's he's a guy that, like I said, I, I'm probably a little bit more excited about him. Marcus Smart, fifty or excuse me, sixty four hundred on Fanduel, sixty nine hundred on DraftKings. He's probably like I like the economical play, uh, like Dragic was is with the shooting guards. Uh, he's starting to get a little bit more expensive. He was under six grand for a lot of that last round, and he blew it up. I mean, he'd averaged 33 points. First round was a little bit underwhelming. You thought with Gordon Hayward out that he would blow up, but he did, really didn't. And then this round, he did blow up. Yeah, the first round, he only averaged about 22 points, but he was playing 35 minutes. And throughout the year, he was definitely a point-per-minute player. So that finally, even though I actually played 39 minutes, he had about 32 or 33 points, but... Hayward is uh, looking like he'll probably come back this series. I don't. It does not look like he's going to play game one. When Hayward does get back, I would probably be a, like all those all the Celtics guys. I think are going to probably potentially drop a couple points. Um, but until then, Marcus Smart is a is a definitely a guy that I think you should be getting some exposure uh, with. Gary Harris, fifty seven hundred Fanduel, forty six hundred on DraftKings. I don't know what Gary you're going to get. Last game out, he had 32 points, then 11, 22, 31, and 19. You know. But with him being cheap, especially on uh, DraftKings at 4,600, like I say, man, that last game out, if you're getting him at that price level, I mean, that's like eight times value, seven, eight times value, which is just phenomenal. That's the type of value that you get into the winning lineups. So a guy to consider, um, but boomer bust again, like, and I'd like him on DraftKings. I just don't like really. I guess the FanDuel at fifty seven hundred. That seems where I could definitely see him fail. Duncan Robinson's coming at fifty three hundred on FanDuel, forty five hundred on DraftKings. He really just had one game, good game that last series. And actually, you could probably say it made the same deal. One good game, the series, the first series. So with him, I guess it's one of those things. That's the interesting thing and i guess eventually he's moved a single game slate everyone's into play and who knows how the salaries will match up with them but with robinson you could almost you know you could you could if you know you're gonna be playing in every single game you know, all seven game series you could completely drop them out of your pool and just going like you know what yeah that means one of those nights i'm not he's gonna go off and i'll lose but you didn't potentially fart around and you know waste your money you know the other uh other nights potentially that is one thing to consider um 
I don't know. I might. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Uh, Hera, on the other hand, I think he's a little bit, a lot more consistent. He's actually cheaper on FanDuel. Five thousand there, average twenty-seven points the first round, about twenty-five this last round. Fifty-four hundred on DraftKings. One thing with Robinson, he is only forty-five hundred on DraftKings, so he's actually cheaper there. So maybe that's how you play it. Maybe it's like you're going to be like, I'm going to run with Harrow as of now on FanDuel with that price tag, and then if I play DraftKings, that's where I'll throw in Robinson. That's probably a good way to do it if you're if you're gonna if you play that way if you play on both slates. Iguodala is coming at 4,200 on FanDuel, 3,700 DraftKings. That's a little bit more of that kind of dark horse play. Uh, or on DraftKings, if you just need to buy down somewhere. He is coming out. He averaged 16 minutes the first round. It was about 26. But again, um, there's a couple, I want to say a little bit of injury stuff going on. And so, and, and none hadn't played at all then. And none's starting to play a little bit more now. Uh, that's one guy. And I guess, too, you know, you know, I didn't really talk about him a whole lot in the uh, point guards. He only played 13 minutes and eight in eight points, but the last game out he did have 16 points. And again, like I mentioned, that's why I was talking about Beverly. If he's cheap enough and he gets you 16 points, it might actually be enough to be in the top lineup. So that is always one thing. Tory Craig, yeah, it's kind of same deal. Fanduel is 4100, so I like it there. He's 3400 on DraftKings. He did come out that last game and played 23 minutes, which I was kind of surprised to see. Gave you about 14, 15 points. Laundry Chimet. Yeah, I mean, this this series, he hasn't done crap. That last game, he did play 19 minutes, but he had two points. He did have a couple good games that first series, but yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, me, maybe I'll throw him in a couple lineups, but I'm almost just like, screw him. Kind of that same deal. It's like, you know what? If he goes up that night, fuck it, I don't care. If I lose, I can. I'm all right with that. The the dirty laundry, because every once in a while he gets aggressive. It's just kind of funny. Some of these guys, it's like some nights they're so passive, and every every once in a while, then I don't know something gets into them. But anyhow, moving on to small forwards, Leonard coming at ten thousand six hundred Fanduel, ten thousand four hundred DraftKings. Just solid series. Actually, of all things, like last game is kind of an off game. He didn't hit fifty points, but. Prior to that, 60 points going back three games ago, over 70 points. Overall for this series, 53 points, 56. So, obviously, always in play. Uh, Brown, Jalen Brown, another guy. Almost 40 points that last series. Just phenomenal ball. He was one of those guys, too, you thought with Hayward. Going back to that first round, that he might kind of, like, really blossom. Um, he only played well, he played 36 minutes, which was nice, but only had about 34 points. When then this round, 39 minutes, and, like I say, almost 40 points. Again, when Hayward comes back, I see his production backing off a little bit. But right now, 7800 on FanDuel, 8 grand on DraftKings. Good solid price. He is starting to get a little bit more expensive where you were getting him uh, like maybe closer to seven grand or even under going back earlier in the series and last series. So harder and harder for him to hit the, that value. Now going down to Crowder. Crowder is my economical play here. Five grand on FanDuel, 5800 on DraftKings. Go back and like for that price tag, I mean, especially on FanDuel, going back this series, 30 points, 29, 29, 32, and they did it at 15 the first game. But the series before that, 22, 28, 27, and 13. So, I, I don't know, maybe it's like the first round, <laughs> you know, that, so that has been, there's one thing, is shitty game, it has been the first round, but in my mind, it's like, let's ride Crowder every single game, like, because fuck it, like, yeah, all right. Yeah, one night, like, yeah, he did he did crappy one or two nights, but for the most part, 
as long as this price tag is under like that like close to that like yeah i really like that and then jeremy grant especially here like jeremy grant 4900 a crowder i mean man unless you just can't fit grant in there and grant's the same thing on DraftKings. yeah just 17 points his minutes have been there but finally that last game his minutes dropped where he only played 20 minutes at 10 points that's kind of a crazy thing um he had produced in the startup um almost a lesser minutes and his minutes really grew grew and he, he'd had some monster games here and there but yeah this guy he, he's just kind of falling off and he's almost that same thing um you know if they were to advance you can make an argument where maybe you drop him out of your player pool too and knowing maybe one or two nights he does go off but you're all right with it i guess um i guess you got to be careful with that if you drop too many players out of your player pool right then then like it's like somebody goes off every night, but you're so so, but you never had any of the guys. So, uh, so I guess just be careful when I say that. Uh, all right, power forward wise, Tatum, has been playing well. Forty two points overall. Last series maybe a little bit of a step back. The first round averaged fifty points. This last one thirty eight. But he's always he's a good guy. He's in play. Um, he is a little bit expensive. So with that type of price tag, you're looking for him to get north of fifty points. Which going back that first round. Uh, what did he do it? He he did it twice. He did it two out of four games. This last round, he did it what so far, or the that round in seven games. He had uh, oh, it looked like I forgot to put in his stats there for that last game, but um, nonetheless, he's a guy that's capable of throwing up some points. We all know that. Out of bile, eighty five hundred on Fanduel, eighty four hundred on DraftKings. Average 40 points last round, 40 points, base 39 points this round. Last game out was a bit of a crappy game for him. Or again, did I probably... I might have... Oh, you know what? I forget. They only played five... Uh, he only played uh, five games that last game, that series. So anyhow, um, yeah, he uh, he's obviously... He's another talented player. And then from here, let's see if there's if there's somebody I consider a value play. I guess potentially Tice. I don't know. All those other ones I really liked. Like there was like one really good guy to lock on. But Tice is kind of up and down. Now for the series, he's been averaging almost 28 points. And he's 5,600 on FanDuel, 5,700 on DraftKings. So I get, you could probably maybe say that he's, he's a good guy. Uh, Porter little bit hard to see what performance you're going to get out of him. He, I, I don't know. You know, like he had made those comments that, that one game where they needed to kind of pass the ball a, 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 long, you know, a little bit more to, or spread the ball a little bit more near the end. And then, of course, he comes out, didn't really do all that well. I don't know. This is just boom and bust. I, I feel like it's littered at power forward, really with all those guys as far as who's going to hit their value. I could see the C easily, easily both of those guys doing it. Um Another guy, Marcus Morris, fifty one hundred on FanDuel, five grand on DraftKings. First round, he averaged almost twenty seven points, and then this round, only nineteen. Last game out, only nine points. He hasn't been playing thirty one minutes, so you do like that. But I don't know, just with this matchup, you know, Zubak's minutes have been up more, and uh, J. Michael Green's been playing a little bit more. I just I don't know, but I do feel like I feel like Morris has got a good game in him somewhere, another good one in him potentially. Mill Sap, I don't know. You're gonna get uh, Mill Sap 
like you did the first game at 35 points, and he was down to 20 and 16, 13, then he came back with 27, and he's back down to 17. Minutes, 23, 21, 28, 14, 28, 21. When he plays his minutes, you like him. When he's not out there, yeah, only 4,700. So that's kind of like a guy from like maybe like from a cash game. I'd probably like take him take him out. Um, and I guess if you had to do anything, pro I guess really Morris and Tice are, are probably out of that group just because I like the fact that I think that they're going to get more steady minutes. Tice out of all of them. I guess maybe if I would have had to pick a guy, Tice is probably most economical really at the 5,600 and 5,700 because he's been averaging 30 minutes, so I'm really going to base it off of that. He had 19 points that last game, 32, 31, 22, 23, 28, and 37, the first round out. The reason I mentioned kind of buyer beware with him, <laughs> excuse me, that first round, he had 37 points in 25 minutes. Like, he's, that's not going to happen again. And then two games back is when they went into that, what, double overtime. He played 47 minutes, had 32 points. So, you know, what are the chances of that going on again, too? So, again, that's why it's kind of like, eh. J. Michael Green, he's only 3,900 on FanDuel, 3,400 on DraftKings. So that's definitely the cheap, cheap option. Grant Williams would be really a dark horse, you know, 11 minutes and seven points. So I'm not really, you know, I'd probably just be, he's not going to be in my player pool. But J. Michael Green, yeah, for sure. Because he was in one of those top lineups. If he goes you out there like he did going back 22 minutes. But again, he's a cash lineup. It'd be a risky play. All right, let's wrap it up. The center's here. Joker, just good, solid ball, 48, almost 49 points for this minute. Last game out, 62 points, 39 minutes. Really solid play overall. The first game out, he only played 29 minutes and 22 points. But since then, 37 minutes, 56 points, 38 minutes, 54 points, 38 minutes, 48 points, 40 minutes, 49 points, 39 minutes, 62 points. He is a guy, Harrell. At 5,000 on FanDuel, maybe 4,200 on DraftKings. But yeah, his game, it's just it's just not there right now. Only 18 points and about 17, excuse me, 18 minutes, about 17 points this last round. Zubak, been averaging 26 minutes and about 20 points. I'm surprised his point production actually is a little bit higher. He usually produces like about a 1.2 points per minute. Um, I do kind of like him potentially just because i think he's probably maybe playing a little bit more a little bit bigger maybe a little bit better matchup against Jokic. i mean just look at that last game we go back here this series the first game zubak played 24 versus harold played 19 minutes and then zubak 20 minutes harold to harold 17 21 to 21 and then the last three games it's where we've really had the split zubak played 29 minutes versus harold playing 18 Zubak at 31, Harold 15, Zubak 29, Harold 15. So it's awfully hard to rationalize trying to pay that three grand more on DraftKings. That just it's just hard to do it just with the minutes. Um or excuse me on FanDuel. Um to pay more on FanDuel. Now DraftKings with it being cheaper, I don't know, maybe that's where that's one of those strategies. If you're gonna play Harold, throw him on DraftKings lineup and don't fart with him on FanDuel. Olenek, I don't know. I mean, he came out there that other night, 17 minutes at 26 points. But despite him, like that being the ceiling game, it, it was uh, a night that the Joker was actually in the first place lineup. So, you know, what, what do you do about it? 
sway at the cookie crumbles sometimes. Alenick, uh, Olenek destroyed his value. Joker basically hit value, or maybe he was a little bit under it, the five times being the benchmark, and it wasn't there. So that's why, like, I, I'm almost probably going to really, same thing I mentioned, Plumlee's maybe that dark horse. Sometimes I do like to throw him in there with the idea if if Jokic does get into some foul trouble, and Plumlee goes out and plays 20 minutes, he could blow a slate up. He could easily get 20 points. But outside of that, I'm probably going to be really more like the Joker. Zubak will be the main guys, and then I'll throw in a little bit of Plumlee in there too. So, all right, guys. Um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. A couple thoughts on the late game uh, because there's a lot of money on the line for it with it being a game seven with Denver and Boston. And, again, the MVP spots, uh, and particularly from the FanDuel standpoint, the Kawhi and Leonard are going to be there for mine. Paul George has been playing phenomenal, but you know, like I just made the rule, like I'm talking about, like he hasn't been in my player as the MVP, and I'm just going to keep it that way. If he does blow up, I don't really care. But then he will go down into that second slot, um, along with Jamal Murray. Then I'm probably just going to keep it, and then you know, and Kawhi and the Joker will be there. Well. And then I'll go in there in that third spot on FanDuel. I'll start to grow it a little bit more. And that's where I always say it gets really tricky. That's where you kind of win the tournament, in my opinion. And there's guys into there. We're trying to figure out who's going to be that third highest score out of uh, the team. So that's basically as I go in and I look at the averages, and that's what I try to populate that. And then from there, whatever money I've left over, you know, more common sense. You just try to get as much value as you can in those utility spots. So, again, just a few thoughts on that if you play that. Now, DraftKings are going to multiply that salary, so that's where I think guys like a like a Paul George, that's going to be cheaper there. Uh, something that's unique here, too, the Fandel salaries on the main slate are different compared to their their single-game slates, but the DraftKings ones are the same salary. So that's one thing with Paul George at 8600 I mean, I like him, like, you know, Paul um, or not Paul, but Jamal Murray is 8700 Joker's more expensive, and Kawhi. So, again, that's kind of one of those things is if you do like Paul George, you know, maybe throw him on DraftKings, and that's where I see that he's probably got a hell of a chance to hit value because that's really what you're – it's more raw points on FanDuel and more that value play a little bit at the MVP spot on DraftKings. So, all right, guys, go out and kick some ass. And also, too, I've got the Monday Night Football uh, slate out for uh, the little two-game thing and the single game for the latter one, too. So check that out as well. All right, guys. Peace out. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.